Welcome to Time Out for Anesthesia. In these episodes, you'll hear a variety of experts discuss data, analytics, and strategies that can help you modernize and empower your anesthesia practice. We want this podcast to really benefit you, so if you have any questions or a specific topic you'd like Time Out to discuss, you can email us at timeout at grapheumhealth.com. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Time Out for Anesthesia. I'm really excited to welcome back a guest that we had previously. Um, first, I want to welcome John Lutz, my co-host, uh, at least most of Hello the time. <laughs> Good to see you, John. Love doing these things. <laughs> and with us today, again, we have Bobby Wong, founder and president of Nexomatic. Bobby, great to see you again today. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. How about you guys? Great. Uh, I'm doing great. So, uh, Bobby, we want to have you back on. We we had a great time with you previously, um, and uh, you speak so well about things in the anesthesia and just the healthcare industry in general. We wanted to bring you back on and talk about it, uh, just in a more general kind of conversive way um, about the industry itself. Um, specifically, um, when we think about healthcare. Um, specifically anesthesia and technology, uh, software and hardware alike. Uh, what are some trends? What are some patterns that you see developing around you right now? And you can include um, Nexomatic and their work with integrations uh, with Vitals machines and everything that you want. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for, you know, bringing me to your show. I mean, I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, so what we see in the industry as the trend is um, that, you know, I guess electronic health systems is not a new idea, right? It's been with us for maybe the past, maybe like 15 or so years. Sure. What we are seeing right now is like people want automation to make the work easier in the workflow, right? So at that, you know, moving on to electronic health worker is a big giant step and people are moving in already. Now that people are using it, they want automation. Um, and so what we do, you know, at Nesomatic is like, you know, we are, you know, one of the company that help automate some of the work process in Yeshout in the area of vital sign charting. So we have a solution that pull vital signs, like the heart rate, the blood pressure, uh, the BIST, and we will stream it to, you know, electronic, electronic health record system like Graphium. And, you know, inside Graphium, the providers or the user would not need to write down the vital signs anymore. It's like the, the number will just come out. They will be put in a nice grid or nice graph for people to see and to help everything down the road, right? From uh, reviewing a case to building to anything. Um, and I think this, this kind of automation is going to be uh, a stuff like a, a, a driver to help people use the electronic health system, health record system more. Um, and this is the area that we help uh, in the industry. Cool. I have a question. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, John. 
Well, so I, I've, I've got to tag on, tag along to a, a bunch of different onboardings. And, you know, you always talk to a bunch of different providers about, you know, their opinions on any number of things. Right. And it's funny. It's like some people are like, oh, I, I don't like vitals integration. Some people absolutely love it. And I guess my question is like, is it as the industry matures, just like anything else, adoption just increases? Is it is it the stigma of like, oh, I, I like doing it on paper? I mean, we see this too, obviously, you know, people coming off of paper going to digital, but obviously like adoption just seems to go up as as it becomes more just ubiquitous in our everyday lives, right? Uh, so, I mean, is that 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 you know, combination of things are changing plus hardware is getting better. Like, you know, what, what's the difference between now and like, why, you know, five years ago, I guess. Yeah, I, I think this is a good question. Um, so, you know, just like anything new, right? I mean, there's always going to be early adopters and there's going to be people who like to do things the old way, you know, the same situation on vital sign charting uh, automation. And I think what has been, uh, what we have seen that has changed sort of like the landscape is, I would say, iPad. Like, you know, like 10 years ago, it will be on a laptop that you will do the case, right? Right. Uh, the visualization will not be there. Um, I guess it's not very easy to, um, to see the benefits of the vital sign automation, right? Now, when you move to the iPad, um, you know, things are easy, nicer. You can touch and move stuff around. Um, the graphical user interface is much more user-friendly. I don't know whether it's because of the hardware platform that has changed or people start to say, you know what, we cannot just see a grid all the time, right? You got to see some chart and stuff like that. So I think, I think when we start to see this iPad platform, the, the user interface are gotten better. And people are more open to see more things populated into the systems. Um, and then, you know, on the clinical side, I would say, um, you know, there's always a, uh, you know, for, for people who understand the value of charting or automation of charting, they, they will understand that this, at the end of the day, is about quality of patient care, right? I mean, instead of like, you know, putting the numbers in every five minutes, you pay attention to the patient, right? You, you anticipate what's going on in the OR, right? You know, pay attention to the surgeon, everything, right? Um, and, and those are the people who say, okay, you know what? I I will just sort of like let the system do its work, let you know the computer pull in the data and populate the case. Um, there's also one reason why people believe in automation that may not be too obvious is that when you do like paper charting um, versus some kind of like automation, the automation has no bias, meaning, you know, it's the data that comes in that got put on to the case. No one will have any interference in what the number should be. Right. That is a fantastic point. Right. And if the provider has to check, hey, you know what? The sensor got off, like he is flipping the patient around, you know, the sensor got off. Then the provider has to say, okay, you know what? The sensor got off. Like these numbers are not right. So, you know, now the numbers are right. The sensor are put back on. Right. So when you really think about it, it's like, you know, you know, we don't want everyone to go there, but you know, there's certain unbiased quality of the data 
when you do this kind of automation. And, you know, I think it will be a um, much stronger uh, in positions, you know, if, if you know, something goes wrong and you're in a litigation, right? Unbiased data is better than something that's handwritten. I, I love that point, Bobby. Um, I think the only real objection that I've ever heard to um, adopting Vitals integrations, other than other than things like the expense or things like that, has been, well, no, because we, we don't want to do that because we want to ensure that our eyes are on the patient and monitoring things. And when you do automation, it removes the human and then and then we might be tempted not to pay attention any longer. Um, so I guess I, I, I want you to speak more to that, but I think you started answering it by saying, well, first, first of all, uh, the data that you have coming in is actually unbiased. You're actually removing a problem that comes, that comes with humans. Um, but how else would you speak to, to that objection to, well, what if, you know, does, do you find that automation ever encourages someone to not pay as close attention to the patient? Well, you know, I would say, Okay, so I'm not a clinician, so I don't want to be sure. Um, Neither am I. That, that may not be relevant. But you know, I've been to the OR quite a few times, and I've seen you know uh, live case going on just to see how things work, right? Um, I think the provider will get attention. You know, let's say that your heart rate goes down, the patient monitor is going to start making alarm and make you aware of something is wrong, right? So I would think that the provider inside the OR would, 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 would know where their attention should go to. Um, so in that case, you know, we, we pull the data from the patient monitor, right? So if the patient monitor has some issue with some number, like heart rate is dropping too fast, right? Um, the provider would know. So I don't really see how taking your eyes off because of automation is uh, detrimental um, because the rest of the system is going to help catch the attention of the providers. Um, but, you know, having said that, though, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, in the future, right, maybe Graphium can also generate a lot. I mean, think about it. You got the data. <laughs> Sure. Well, you bring up, you know, you've you've hit towards data a couple times. Um, and one of the things that Graphium prides itself on is our deep dive into data and analytics that we can then deliver back to the providers and to the anesthesia group so that they can improve um, both the quality of service that they're offering. They can improve their efficiencies. They can even improve uh, patient turnaround and their own payment turnaround, all these kinds of things. And I think. Um, one of the things that you're bringing up that I wasn't making the connection to before, maybe I should have, I'm kind of slow on the uptake, but uh, is the idea of we can now take using Nexomatic, we can take the vitals information and include that as part of our data capture. Um, and with automation, now we can be even more sure that the data that we're bringing in is unbiased. So then when down the line, you're making correlations between things, you can have a little bit more confidence in the data. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, you also bring up a very interesting point too, right? It's like, you know, when you compare paper charting versus 
early day vital sign automation versus what we do today. You know, our system actually pull the data like maybe three to four times per minute, right? So for example, like heart rate, we probably got like five heart rate per minute. When the data get into a chart, you know, the, the user may chart it per 10 minutes, right? Or per 15 minutes, depending on the case right. of the, the policy inside the hospitals. But the fact that we got the data in such a fine granularity give you much more capability to do data analytic, right? I mean, you know, I've, I've, you know, sometimes I felt like I've never done a study, right? But if I were a physician, I might want to look at how the heart rate and maybe the respiratory rate correlate, right? When you're under anesthesia, right? right? And, you know, before we didn't have the data, right? All the data was hard to, how should I say, like collect or analyze. But now when we have a very fine granularity of data of many types, this kind of correlation start to become interesting. And maybe right. you can extract certain, you know, conditions or phenomenon out of it. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. The, you know, we always, we're always going to get super keyed up when you start talking about data and analytics. That's just kind of the nerds we are over at Graphium. But um, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. John, do you have anything else that you wanted to ask? I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I think, I think. This no, is I don't fantastic. think so. I think that's just really interesting information. It's, it's kind of been interesting to learn about more about this over the last couple of years, you know, first, you know, coming into the company and, and hearing the feedback and how it changes throughout the years as people are becoming more accepting of this. So it's just, it's kind of funny. You can always see like, oh, this is where things are going for sure. So right. uh, <laughs> a good spot. <laughs> so Right. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, and Bobby, I, I'm I'm thrilled that we're in league with you. I um, I think you are. I'm, I'm very impressed by your subject matter expertise. Um, not just glad that we had you on the show. Of course, for me personally, that's beneficial. But uh, for Graphium Health and our users, I sure am glad to be partnering up with you um, and Nexomatic. I think I think we've got some exciting things in our future. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, and you know I'm always uh, available. <laughs> To, to talk to you and to work with you guys. Well, I think this is your All second right. time on the show, and I, I'm guessing this probably won't be your last. So, yes, please, we'll, we'll have you back uh, hopefully sooner than later. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, guys.